jalapeno nonsense and I got bad tummy. Uh. <laughs> jalapeno nonsense, huh? Yeah. I ate a bunch of jalapeno kettle chips and some jalapeno beef sticks like a Slim Jim with jalapeno in it. <laughs> ah, bad tummy. Uh. You knew where you were getting into because you both simultaneously chose the like the snacks that on their own can fuck your stomach up pretty yeah. good. And then you got the jalapeno on top of it for like challenge mode. <laughs> like you knew. Like I had to have known. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm not sad about it. Done. It's Radio Free Tote Bag and I'm Arthur. I'm done of it. I didn't uh, eat any jalapeno in that sense. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what did you eat though? Did you eat anything? Uh, some fucking oatmeal or something. Mm. I was gonna get some Nando's with uh with Abigail here, but uh, winter polar fucking vortex round two or three or whatever we're on now. Uh, there's like no deliveries or anything happening today. Yeah. It's super fucked outside. Uh, quick note about Nando's. Uh, I have no idea what a Nando is. Don't tell me because I would I want that to be a mystery. My whole okay. life. Long. Because <laughs> uh, for, for a while there was a uh, there was such a thing as a cheeky Nando. It yeah. was like a British, and I just I'm I'm leaving that a mystery. A cheeky Nando. Cheeky Nando is a yeah. mystery to me my well, whole life you, long. Whenever you make it out here, you're gonna find out what it is. I'm sorry okay. to tell you because okay. I'm an evangelist for it, man. They got the peas with the spices in them. They got the chicken. They got okay. the. The creamy mash, as they call mm. it, and their mm. fucking ridiculous accents. Fucking British <laughs> people. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, besides the turmoil in your fucking uh, gut, what's been, what's been, ha- are you doing all right? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, I called off uh, work at the unnamed retail establishment today because I had a hard time getting my car out of the driveway. And I could have, I definitely could have tried harder, but. <laughs> I was also like, yeah, fuck it. And I'm off, like, I knew I was off work tomorrow, too. So I'm like, make it a rock block. Make it a rock block. Fucking Absolutely. Back to back. No, there's literally nothing worse than waking up to go to work. Everybody's favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And then, and not even the commute being like the initial irritating part, but there's the pre commute. You got to yes. commute the ice from your car to the fucking filthy ground difficult so you can see out the wind and it is it's a nightmare i saw we were walking uh last night while like more snow is falling i saw a car fully buried in like three feet of snow it is fucked (laughs) what if you left like a phone charger in there or your toenail clippers (laughs) you're just you're not getting that back (laughs) until it goes above freezing again there's snow that's been there for three fucking weeks it is (laughs) my old cabin fever you can't fucking do anything air just walls of snow everywhere uh yeah but hey we're doing okay it's supposed to get better next week i want to have uh big shouts to our folks in houston uh experiencing a severe power outage something like 95 percent of uh residential customers in houston are without yeah. power at the moment uh stay strong my houston brethren that fucking sucks austin yeah. too i think i saw posts yeah. from a couple people god damn man no joke fucking electricity yeah. going out when the when the cold is like this it's just fucking scary yeah spooky shit well that's been the rftb weather report <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna use our heat miser powers here to fucking god willing make it warmer next week no more of this no more of this i say uh i i know somehow i can heat it up how's that I can read this first question. Whoa, that is spicy. This question's real hot. Uh, BF, 20M, walked in naked while I, 20F, was on Zoom with friends. BF came out of the shower and didn't realize I was on Zoom with friends. He came right up to me. And once I realized, I shrieked and pushed him out of frame. My friends got a clear, close view of his penis. Which happens to be very small when soft. He's now embarrassed and asked uh, that I tell whoever was on, asked that I tell him who was on the call and how they reacted. They didn't say much uh, immediately after, except whoa. But uh, we did discuss it later in a group text. I'll copy and paste what they said. 
Oh my OMG, poor his name. That was awkward. Is he embarrassed? Me. Yeah. Very. Sorry, guys. Not gonna lie, never seen one like that. Was his normal or was he really cold? <laughs> Me. Normal, but he was probably cold too. Oh, I thought it was so cute and tiny. Is he small hard too? No, he's good size and knows how to work it. Nice! A grower! That was pretty much it. Uh, do you think I should share this uh, with him like he asked? They didn't say anything mean. Obviously, he knows he's small. I think he can handle what they said. Hopefully, he thinks I stuck up for him well. That was posted by Throw R.A. Zoom. All right, then. That's unfortunate. Yeah. You're just uh, on Zoom playing 20 questions or whatever the fuck people do for social interaction these days with their friends. You're having a blast. Somebody just did a shot in the camera. They said, uh, you know, see a sip, send a sip kind of thing. Mm, mm. Uh, but instead of holding up a beer, uh, you you got held up a different kind of beverage uh, with dispenser, which is the Pepis there. <laughs> you a, consider the Pepis a beverage dispenser? In a way, in a, to a certain segment of the <laughs> of the population. Uh, but I, obviously you. this is unfortunate because you, I don't know, you know, if you've ever seen a penis or taken a picture of one or yeah, what have you, if you're not careful, it's kind of hard to get a good angle. And it's very often the things are going to be attracted, especially right now in the polar vortex. Mm-hmm. I think people understand that, you know, I think people know that there's like, you got, it's like getting on stage or something. You got to warm up. Right. You can't just be throwing him out, out on stage, and that's what happened here. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think, but I think most people kind of get. And then, you know, Zoom call quality, that's pretty janky. It's, you know, I, I His, don't call people's dicks cute and tiny, though. That was yeah. a, that's a hell of a thing to say. <laughs> what is another word that you never want your penis used to describe your penis? Like, there's well, obviously the, ones like gnarled. You don't want that. Grizzled. <laughs> haggard. <laughs> you don't want any of those. But, like, cute is up there. You don't want cute. Yeah. Uh, adequate. Mm. That's pretty. Mm. That's uh, I, <laughs> I use this word often on the show. Journeyman-like. There, there we go. <laughs> Apprenticed here. <laughs> This stood out, too, because I'm having flashbacks to an episode. It might have been the fucking Halloween episode we always talk about. But Mm. an episode a a ways back where we were talking about somebody feeling like a guy feeling inferior to his partner's dildo. And again, kind of complex about being small and stuff. And you brought up you said cute in some context. And I remember distinctly being like. No, don't call somebody's dick cute. That's like, the, why would you do that? And yet here it is. And tiny. Yeah. God damn. Thing, it's like, it's like um, uh, Maria Bamford had a line in a special where she said something was a precious, rare miniature. <laughs> <laughs> Limited edition. Yeah. And uh, that's what this this person has uh, uh, when when soft, when flaccid. Uh, yeah. I got I got one of these. I got one of these that's absolutely like almost fucking inverted just a little like little rosebud of a penis when I'm not uh it's just a little beep. Uh, you got a re- you got a retractable. Exactly. It's, it's and is away when not in use. Right. Stays out of the way. Which is nice, which is convenient. It's less sweaty and yeah. I, uh, I so got he really the same he, situation. Yeah, he has nothing to be ashamed about. I think this is a lack of uh, of penile uh, knowledge on the part of these people in the Zoom call. I think if they knew more about the penis, then they wouldn't be uh, so surprised at how, quote, cute and small it is. Right. Who are these people who have never seen a flaccid penis? I'm suspicious of that. They're somehow only hanging out with hard penises? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh do you should you share this with him like he asked i, I only don't. if 
only if you think he'd get a kick out of it. If you think if you yeah. think he would think it's funny, then yes. But if if there's any other reaction than laughter, then absolutely not. Right. And if he or if he's feeling kind of off, it says he feels embarrassed. But you know, there's the difference between like oh no and like oh I can never show my face in Hollywood again. Kind I can never a, show my dick on Zoom again. Kind of a kind of a swim. I uh, I think maybe your silence would speak volumes though if you didn't tell him because he asked about it. He's like, "Would they say that's true?" That's and true. And if he said they didn't say nothing, it was it went unremarked upon. He'd be like, yeah. "A <laughs> bullshit." B they said it was tiny and cute, didn't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think say something. I just yeah. kind of addressing it too is kind of like, "Hey, don't don't worry too much about this." In case he is like actually stewing over this uh yeah. but like we said i i bet this will be fine lots of folks retract uh for ease of movement yes i don't Maybe be tripping everybody i don't know i think it's a lot of people i have seen some some flaccid situations uh there's actually there there are terms in german there's there's uh fleischwanze and blutschwanze uh, and Does that mean it, meat penis and blood penis? Yes, it Jesus loosely Christ. it loosely translates to grower and shower. <laughs> that the blue schwanza is uh, is only when engorged is it I truly see. a schwanz, right? Because you got to get the blute in there, but with a fleisch font, there's just fleisch. Fleisch is fleisch, bro. <laughs> Stay the same. Fleisch dimensions. Plenty of flesh. I did not know that, Arthur. I, I'm horrified that you knew that, and I'm horrified that those are the words that the Germans chose. But I'm not surprised. Shout out to Zisti for sharing that information with me. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, that's where it came. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to a place. We're going to a place called the Question Box. This file cannot be complained. Please remove it and try and add it back again. Damn it. Arthur, that's not how the intro to the question box goes. <laughs> uh, open. Fire has already been... Oh, you're a fucking liar. This game... This. I said this game. This fucking software is failing this me. This game we call podcasting. <laughs> What do you? What is happening? Asking all the questions. Asking all the questions. Why do you asking all the questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all the questions. Asking all the questions. Why do you asking all the questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Oh, yeah. Seamless. Where Question box time. Wow, that went off. God damn it. Oh, we were all excited. Listen, we were so excited that Zencaster got an update. You know, we were our wrong. excitement is gone. We were wrong. Now we're in like a, a question box and a half with uh with that theme and a half playing. Uh but hey, we're we're here. We're coalescing. We're we're getting the show back on the rails. Welcome to the Question Box, this segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions in and we'll answer them. You can even do it anonymously. You want to do that? You go to uh, rftb.me, our website, where you can find a link to the anonymous question box. You can also find a link at our Twitter bio, at rftbpod. Please follow. And in our Instagram bio, uh, Radio Free Tote Bag on Instagram. Don't have to make an account. It's anonymous, like I mentioned. Ta type the shit in the box. Smash the send button. And uh, then we get two questions like this. And hey, here's our first one. I believe targeted at Arthur. Mm -hmm. And it says, It's not Rami Malik, you idiot! <laughs> okay. Shit. Fuck. All right. I guess it's not. I thought maybe it was. I don't know. I, he looks like him, though. The guy on the male soul. Oh, oh, yeah, that's because it was last episode. Yeah. We did a check-in, right? Let's go to Mail Soul and take bit, another look. I think I knew it wasn't him, and I don't even watch movies. You know, okay. I did see Remy Malek more recently, and uh, yeah, maybe it's not. Damn. Damn. 
Fucking get him, listener. Fucking absolutely destroy yeah. Arthur. Hold Roast me to this account. fucking man. Fucking not knowing the male soul avatar identity <laughs> ass piece. Well, of who garbage. is the male soul avatar <laughs> That's identity question. then? That's a very good question. And honestly, like a lot of those pictures, I'm, I'm curious where like this dude just seems to have an endless supply of hunk photos. Mm. All hunks. All the time. If you know who that is in the in the in the profile picture, please tell us. I'm curious about that too. And yeah. evidently, it's not Rami Malek. Much like a large game of uh, Guess Who, we've clicked down the Rami Malek. Only ten <laughs> billion other possible people. <laughs> uh, okay, I got another one here. Another one in the question box. Asking all these questions. OMG, help! Longtime listener, and I'm getting desperate. I can't get a date to save my life. This sucks. I'm in my early 40s, but definitely look and act like a younger guy, and dating apps lead nowhere. Should I just move? Can I blame COVID? It's definitely not my personality. Ellipsis. Ellipsis. Is that an ellipsis like maybe it is? Mm. Or is this an ellipsis like, that's, that's definitely not what it is. wonder what the... I would like to have a conversation with this person because it's yeah. hard to give it's hard to give blanket advice. Um especially because with should I just move? I'm like, well, where are you at now? Uh-huh. We can't answer can I blame COVID cuz you definitely can. You certainly it's can. It's fucking hard to be single right now. Mm-hmm. Uh I have I have many friends in that situation and kind of going on distance dates and all that kind of thing. It's definitely real. I bummer. mean, so that's definitely an impediment. Um, should you just, you know, again, without the specifics here. Yeah. Where would you move? I, yeah. If your op, if your other option is like rural Nebraska, maybe not. Seems like it was a difficult place to date as well. Yeah. But if you're, if you're like in the suburbs or something, or you're in yeah. a smaller <clears throat> town, uh, or maybe like in a pretty conservative part of the country and you listen to this show, so you're probably not conservative. Hope. Unless, <laughs> hey, maybe we're maybe we're saving them. Who knows? Uh, but that could definitely be the case there, yeah. especially with apps. If you're in like a smaller town or stuff, I mean, there's just less people and less people using that particular thing. It, it's just a fucking numbers game at that point. Yeah. Uh, I've never been particularly successful in the, in the swipey appy lane. Uh, it is a exceedingly visual medium. It's all based on first impression and, and, uh, I consider myself a reasonably attractive human being, but I don't think I photograph particularly well. Part of it is probably my photography skills. I have, (laughs) I have increased my, my selfie capabilities somewhat over time. But uh, I'm I'm not one of those people that's just like they whip out the phone and go, Pachow! and you're like, yeah, fuck Da Vinci, look at you. <laughs> uh, I I I don't know. Uh, you gotta get a friend to to help. Hey, maybe that's yeah. advice for this person too. Having mm. like uh, just especially I don't know a friend who knows you well enough to kind of be like, well, what are you trying to get across here? Like, what are you kind mm. of trying to be? Mm. Uh, I definitely had had people help me uh, or preview mm. the profile or even help take the pictures. Cause like you're saying it is, unless you know what you're doing, it is fucking hard to take pictures of yourself. Yeah. And uh, you know, the non selfies tend to look, look a little, a little better, a little more together. Yeah. Like eh, that's absolutely true. You're swiping through, you're looking and then you're like, Oh, it's like, like you see, like they like, like holding the phone out. Like you see the arm. Yeah. Thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't uh read as well as as a photograph taken by somebody else cuz and maybe it also says something psychologically that a photograph right. taken by somebody else it's like oh they like have you know friends and go places and do things little uh, do they know right. my friend's name is the camera timer yeah <laughs> for, but for real that is that is one I just get a little get get some feedback on it, maybe make some changes, and you know. Uh, but as you're saying, it, it, it may just it may fully be an element of where you're at, and we can't really 
I don't know. I can't make a judgment call on that if, if we don't know exactly yeah. where it is. But I would yeah. say in general, if you're trying to be somebody dating, much fucking easier to do that in the city than in mm-hmm. like, I don't know. But a small town and like then in Texarkana. Sure. I imagine sure. it's difficult to date in Texarkana. In the flat dry. Right. Uh, that does suck, though. And especially yeah. now and like when you want to be around people, much easier to do that if you're seeing somebody, you know, than like dating obviously involves sometimes seeing more than one people and, and, and going out places and stuff. So uh, that's definitely an element of it. Make sure you're not getting your, on yourself too hard because it just is fucking hard to date right now. Right. Because that, that'll only hurt you in the long run, uh, getting down on yourself. Uh, For sure. Yeah, try not to stress about, because you said early 40s, so it sounds like your age is a concern to you. Try not to stress about that, too. That's an, that's another thing that'll just sabotage you. Yeah. Own it. Own you it. Know, get some get some cool, cool pictures together. Uh, send some messages. Just be fucking cool to people. Get to a better city if you can. And, uh... Find a way to eradicate this fucking virus. And we're set, baby. <laughs> Fuck, it's a little, we got a recipe for you right here. Just follow the steps. Solve COVID. Get laid. Bingo. Fucking our two-step program. Uh, we'll get your penis inside of things and the virus outside of your lungs. Okay. Thank you for your questions. We appreciate it. And, uh, hey, as usual, if, you, if you're out there, you got something you want to send in, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Send us uh, send us those cues. We will read them. We will answer them. Uh, and then we'll return to Reddit. Mm-hmm. With this oh, you read question. the last one, so it's yeah, me. This next question read by Donovan Air. <laughs> no. Hey, folks, it's me, Donovan, here to tell you that my 28F husband, 28M, <laughs> But our, and that includes me, dream house without <laughs> consulting me. Includes me, Donovan, without consulting the, her. Uh, uh, OP, just to clarify. <laughs> We've been married for over a year and a half. For Valentine's Day, my husband gave me a set of keys and a picture of a house. He was very excited about it and said he had bought us, quote unquote, our dream house. I've never seen this house. We've never looked at houses together or talked about what we would like in a future house. And we had previously agreed to continue living where we live for at least another three years. So I'm not sure how he figured out what our dream house would look like. I don't know if I'm being ungrateful by being disappointed since I haven't seen it in person yet. But it does look nice from the pictures and videos he's shown me. I was really looking forward to searching for our first house together since I've never bought a property before. I guess one positive is that it's still unfurnished. He wants us to decorate it together. Uh, But I'm really not sure if I should say anything about this or if I should just go along with things. What would you do in my position? TLDR, husband bought our dream house. Despite never having talked about what we would both like in a future house, I'm disappointed we didn't get to do the search for a house together, but I'm not sure if I'm being ungrateful. It was posted by Throw R.A. Dream House 1. Is that a thing recently? Throw R.A. It's good. It is. Does it stand for relationship advice? What? Oh, my God. You think so? That's, my word That's very awesome. cool. All right. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Um, he should let you know that he's buying a house. That's like, unless your your husband is is Jeffy B or Elon, uh, buying a house is a big deal. Big deal, one hundred percent of the time. Yes. Uh, big big commitment. Uh. And to do so without consulting you, obviously, I feel, speaks to larger concerns within the relationship. You don't mention anything, but I'm thinking maybe uh, he does a lot of shit that he doesn't consult you on. Yeah, I would not be surprised. This is this is insane. <laughs> yeah. The first house, too. Like, you're fucking married, fully living together. 
I, I don't like, even understand what the, the thought process for this would be. This seems yeah. insanely dumb. He's like, uh, hey, babe, uh, it's a fully manufactured Hallmark holiday uh, designed to sell uh, cheap chocolate and uh, greeting cards. And I bought you a fucking domicile. <laughs> remember, remember that time uh, you got in the car and I said I had a surprise for you and you got excited and then I, I gave you that, that candy bar you like? You remember how mm-hmm. much you like that? Yeah, the Godiva with the truffles, yeah. So what's up? Why don't you like this? It's the fucking <laughs> same. I you like surprises. <laughs> she, she says in this, I'm not really sure. I'm really not sure if I should say anything about this. Or if I should just go along with things. Yeah. That, that's concerning as fuck. Say something. Yes. But concerning as fuck that you're even like considering not saying anything or even right. even asking about that. And like you said, Arthur, between that and I, the kind of sense you have that he's probably been doing a bunch of unilateral shit like this before. Yeah. It's, it's getting the impression this is some kind of an ongoing thing and that he's I mean, he's not fucking respecting you by doing that. Not including it on like a major financial and, and life decision. And like Not you said, it's an exciting thing to do together for the first yeah. time. This is we, bizarre behavior. We can like pick the furniture and the curtains and shit together. So Yeah. Not the same. Of, <laughs> enough of a customize for me. Right. <laughs> you can uh uh you can pick the mailbox flag color. Because <laughs> it already has a mailbox, but you get to pick the flag. Um Fuck. Uh, you got to stand up for yourself. Uh, and I get the sense based on your wording in this question, you got to stand up for yourself in, in a few places and situations in the relationship. Uh, take this as just another example of a time when you should fucking say something. Right. This this kind of requires some kind of big sit down and confrontation to your husband about this. Mm-hmm. You got to let you got to let him know how fucked this is. If there's other kind of examples of this, I, I, I just kind of point to things. And, uh, you know, I want something like that to be like, well, oh, shit, I hadn't thought about that or something. But again, this dude just bought a fucking house by himself when he's married. Yeah. I don't like I don't know. <laughs> this this might just be like a bail situation. User uh, Flower of Telperion, which is uh, the name of a magical item. Uh, says, whoa, 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 whoa. There are three categories of, quote, surprise gifts, which are absolute, stop, do not even think about it, no's. Pets, okay. Cars, yeah, for sure, for sure. And homes. I I had never heard of the concept of a home being given as a gift <laughs> under any circumstances, but I guess there's a whole category that's not, uh, not permitted. Uh, how do you feel about, uh, car, like cars? I think if you're in a, in a fairly financially stable position and you could buy something outright, then like, yeah, that's different. And it's yeah. also like a little, there's, there's a more limited set of options with that. It's kind of a more clear, you know, you've been wanting this kind of surprising with kind of the kind of car you've been talking about, you know, you can't like surprise somebody with a house you've been talking about unless you've been like going and seeing them. Right. right? You got to look at a, you can like a car, you're like, yeah, fucking four wheels, a couple of doors, uh, some windows and an engine slick, you know, you kind of yeah. got the idea, uh, house, I suppose you could say, you know, four walls, a couple windows and some doors and shit, but like a little bit more to it than that. No, that's what I'm getting at. Car yeah. full on, you got like a model name and number or whatever you can point to in your set. That's just yeah. not how that fucking how that fucking works with uh with a home. And again, like you said, unless your boyfriend here is uh, some kind of billionaire, in which case you should definitely dump his ass dump and take ass. half of his money and use it to buy a comically large guillotine. Uh, <laughs> then this is this is full tilt. This is fucked. This is weird. And uh, like, it's almost controlling. It's you're taking fucking yeah. this huge, pretty, you know, big uh, decision for, for both of you and just completely leaving you out of it. Uh, that's disrespectful, weirdly controlling. I don't, I don't like it. 
I don't like don't it. Don't like it. Not a fan. Uh, I got a, got a whole button for this. Let's see if this one works. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. Where's my air horn onslaught upload button? Smooth. There we go. So smooth. There we so go. Smooth. Uh, yeah, maybe you get out. Um, if the conversation doesn't go your like doesn't go in a, oh babe, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize I was being uh, unilateral and controlling. Uh, please, please uh, uh, forgive me. I will cut you in on any further discussions about. Uh, let's just say anything that might affect my credit score. I'll fucking give you a holler. <laughs> right. You know, or, I found uh, out, you know what I found out the other day? What's that? Credit scores have only existed since 1989. I saw that shit, too. What? It feels like something that's like just been an eternal force in the economy, but it's just some shit that somebody made up in 1989 to fuck people. 100%. And we're just, we're just rolling with it. It's like, the, it. it's like the fucking Department of Homeland Security and ICE. Those are within the last two decades. No, exactly. We don't need We Why don't we just fucking not have them anymore? Uh, piss me off. Especially if you're on the younger side, it's easy to just be like, I assume those have been there forever. I fucking yeah. certainly was like that uh, with both of those things. Yeah, I am a year older than credit scores. Damn. We just, you just missed it. Two ships in the night, Arthur and not having to deal with credit scores. Just glided right past each other. Yep. Hard. You could have been making a podcast, uh, an analog podcast in the 60s with mm. me, but I have like a big shirt with a big collar and long hair <laughs> uh, and also not had a credit score. That could have been cool. That could have been all right. We could have played a live show at fucking uh, Woodstock, baby. Yeah. Damn. Two ships in the night, me and Woodstock. <laughs> okay. Yep. New question. I got, I, I got one right here. I got a this one's fucking fire, dude. You're oh hell fucking, yeah! You're gonna fucking lose your mind. Yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend broke up with me because he came out as gay. Now he's dating a new girl. Flames. <laughs> Fuego. Two months ago, my boyfriend, 24M, broke up with me, 23F, and said it was because he was gay and he couldn't lie to me anymore. He said that he had known since he was young, but didn't come to terms with it until recently. We dated for eight months, and he gave me no indication that he was gay. Uh, I obviously was sad because I really loved him, but I wanted to support him and his uh, decision to come out. However, after breaking up with me, he blocked my number and blocked me on Instagram. Yesterday, I was stalking him uh, from my fake Insta account and saw that a girl tagged him in a post. It was a picture of her showing off her bracelet, and the caption was something like, Valentine's came early this year. X's name bought me this beautiful bracelet. I love him so much. I clicked his tag to make sure it was actually him. And it was. Followed her account, and she's been posting stories all day with him, and they even kissed in one, so I'm almost 100% certain he's not gay. Devastated. Did he lie to me about being gay? If so, why? Why wouldn't he just break up with me normally? This is making me feel so awful and confused. Should I confront him about it? Posted by Ratatouille is my dad. <laughs> no. Next question. Yeah, don't confront. Just fucking move on. He blocked you. Right. Like you're out. Like it's done. You don't have to confront him anymore. It's not like you have the same group of friends. Uh, two months ago, this person was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gay. I have to move on. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, sure. I support your decision. Is there anything I can boop, blocked? Gone. Boom. And you go, okay, fuck. I think where you fucked up is that you're like trying to hunt this person down and make sure that he's actually gay, I guess. Like, why were you stalking him? You know? Right. Maybe he told you something unequivocal like that so you wouldn't, you know, keep trying to come after him with your fake Insta account. Don't yeah. do this. Don't, Don't do Don't make this a fake Insta. Shit. For your own sanity, too, you know, as we just said, the, the, the blocking has happened 
It's very clear that this is over. It's over. Uh, Stop trying to like, this is, this isn't even like picking at the scab or something. This is like putting the scab back on, like gluing it to your arm so you could pick in it some more. It's over. You picked it off already. (laughs) That was a gross image too. Gluing a scab to your arm. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, but many, many red flags in here. Yeah. That, that being kind of the big one. I would okay, so the absolute worst thing that happened in this whole situation is that he lied to you uh, to break up with you. I think that's the worst thing that happened. A very close second is you stalking him months after he blocked you on all social media platforms. Right. Two months on like this, too. Yeah, two months. I don't get it. Um... Hey, I will say, though, people who post shit like Valentine's Day came early this year. So-and-so brought me this beautiful bracelet. Mm -hmm. Uh, In my experience, that's not a great sign of a healthy relationship. People make lots of posts of them in their SO and about, like, how wonderful everything is. I'm always like, (laughs) okay, something's up, huh? (laughs) Huh, this guy that uh, lied to his ex about being gay is not doing real well in this relationship yeah. it seems no it, uh, it just always strikes me as kind of hallmarks of of neediness and, and insecurity yeah. no i'm not saying never make a post but you know the kind of person i'm talking about where it's just I, constant I exactly fucking partner posts anyways or, or joint facebook accounts fuck that's a nightmare that's one i haven't seen in a long time uh i forget how fucking much of a thing that was too yeah, there was somebody I went to high school with who has a joint account with her husband, and I'm always just like, why am I even friends with these people? <laughs> <laughs> and it always looks stupid, but it's like it's like uh, uh, Kate and Jack tagged you in a in a picture. It's like it's not <laughs> really that doesn't take two accounts. Terrible, terrible. So don't confront him about it. Did he lie yeah. to you about being gay? Who fucking Maybe. knows? And who, who cares? Fucking knows? Yes. Doesn't matter. Absolutely doesn't matter. Any more you interact with this is just going to make you feel more awful and confused. Me uh, this is this is just going to suck. That's how the breakup goes. It's just going to suck less if you stop trying to, I don't know, investigate. Quit Nothing trying to glue the scab back on. Quit it. <laughs> it doesn't even work that well. It gets all like crusty and bleh. Yeah. It's all dried out, and that's all the fun with picking SKAB comes from the moisture. Very true. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get them, gotta get them savory bits. A good mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. What? This one's you, right? No, I read. uh, Yeah, because I got to read Ratatouille as my dad. Which can we just real quickly go back for Ratatouille as my dad? Yeah, that's That's the name of the rat in the movie, right? He is called Ratatouille. Well, Ratatouille is also a no, no. The rat's name is Remy. Oh shit! Okay, so the Ratatouille because it's got the word rat in it. Yeah, and Ratatouille is a dish. I've never seen that movie. What do you, but yeah, if that's not the rat's name, oh, what, this dish is your father? Or what are you, what are you, part pasta or whatever the fuck it is? Ratatouille is a French Provencal stewed vegetable dish originating in Nice and sometimes referred to as Ratatouille Niçois. What are you, a Provencal stirred dish of some kind? <laughs> I wanted to repeat back the, what you had just said there, but it was like 20 words and halfway through I was like, I'm not going to remember all of this. What are you? <laughs> what are you? Funny. Niche something or other. That's something uh, I do to people at the unnamed retail establishment. They go and they'd like, uh, hi, I'd like to please return this uh, shirt. And I go, let's go ahead and please return this shirt. <laughs> I like that. that that's yeah. a good bit. It's, uh, it's, I'm absolutely mocking them. It's very good. <laughs> Got my... 1am first hand job kinda from my gf 21f but ejaculated so fast which got me embarrassed we are two virgins in our third year of our first ever relationship damn 
As we're living in a country with so much restrictions over relations, we can't even touch hands out in public without rude glares. So we used to kiss, hug, and touch ourselves in elevators. So yesterday, when I tr was dropping my GF in a public vehicle from a date to her friend's home, which was her alibi to her parents, she grabbed my penis over my pants, which I covered with a handbag. Then I told her to stroke it a little. She did, and it felt wonderful. I got excited and told her to stroke a bit faster. She rubbed her finger fast over the tip area. It felt even good. But soon I realized trouble was on the way, so I told her to stop. She slowed down, but in a moment, I ejaculated inside my pants. She felt wetness, and then she moved her hand away and asked me if I was okay. I acted normally, but was way too much embarrassed. She told me it was fine, and she had fun, and it was the craziest thing she did in her life. According to her, she loved my soft moaning. She doesn't care if I finish fast, and we will figure something out eventually. Because she loves me very much, and I love her too much the same way. I don't masturbate often, haven't done it in a while, but when I do, I ejaculate fast, like in two to three minutes with little pauses. So what can I do about it? Is this normal? We never receive sex ed in our country, so help a brother out, please. That was posted by Hallelujah115. Doesn't sexual repression fucking sucks? It does. Like, it? like a like a whole society that like cares a whole bunch about how much you touch your penis and who touches your penis and whether you're allowed to touch a vagina. It just seems like a whole lot of work that a lot of people are doing for like what's I don't understand the benefit. It's just fucking uh, I uh, I feel bad for people that have to live like that, including us. Yeah, right. Us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is. We're just so inured to it that I don't even think of it as sexual repression, but it's absolutely the case. No, for fucking real. That's how they, that's how they get you. Fucking normalize all that shit. Get spooky. Use it to control. Uh, let the people in power control people not in power. Let the people bone, Arthur. That's what I say. That's my <laughs> let uh, that's my, my people bone. <laughs> Okay, you came quick, uh, yep. but let me, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, fella, uh, she makes me come fast, but I never get embarrassed. Never get embarrassed. <laughs> you got the nut in. What are you going to be embarrassed about? You had a great yeah. time on a, on a bus or wherever the fuck this was. Yeah. And uh, it's also like one of your, it's what, your first time, first of any kind, like sex type shit, yeah. it seems like. Yeah, uh, this is that's totally normal. Mm -hmm. I don't be unusual to like. Why would you have great stamina and like experience and shit for your first dry hand yeah. on a bus? Totally, just prepared for this. Not mm -hmm. the case. Like, not, not really. Not how it's going to go for you. And I, I think you did about just about as good. As you can, you cover it up with a handbag. It was smart. You had like you yeah. were covering sight lines. You were doing this right. The fucking elevator thing is genius. Uh, that you guys were like getting it going in an elevator uh, from time to time previously. How do you do that shit though? Why didn't somebody just pop into the elevator? You got like I'm three seconds. You get it. You get like a sense though of like when it's gonna stop, right? Uh, so true. you're like like you know when there's gonna be a stop. So you have like gotcha. these brief moments of like, you gotta be, you, know, you gotta be quick, but it's, I think it's yeah. a pretty professional move. There's no, nobody sees into the elevator and it's a public somebody, thing. Somebody walks in, you're just standing there and they're like, they look around. They're like, what, why is that handbag filled with cum? What's up with that? <laughs> it's going to be like, they walk into the elevator and they're like, is that, <laughs> is that, <laughs> Now I wonder if I've ever walked into an elevator and people had been doing the the funky bunch right before. <laughs> Shit. Is, uh, is the dick Marky Mark in Funky Bunch? I just really like the term f funky bunch. And the, uh, the fact that like 
That was the cool thing. That was a cool name in hip hop yeah. at that Marky time. Marky Mark. That would be a cool. <laughs> and the funky, funky bunch. <laughs> Intimidating shit. They really tried to really tried to scare you back then. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably look the same. Like we'll look back on like all the Lils. Lil Xan, Lil Pump, Lil Peep. I think we're Lil gonna Bow look back. Wow. Lil Bow Wow. I think that <laughs> that has some longevity though. But like for some I think this wave of Lils we will look back on and be like, that's kinda lame. It is. It can be a little bit gimmicky sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it comes in cycles. Yeah. Some of that stuff's a pretty good time. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. How are we going to, how are we going to look back on podcasting? Oh, that's going to be lame as shit. Or are <laughs> 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 scrubbing the, the, the ultra cybernet, whatever the fuck at that time. Yeah. Get these, uh, cover up our, our past <laughs> nah, people are going to be like it's going to be looked back like like the great American novel kind of thing <laughs> people are going to be writing essays about this program I'll tell you that I like your optimism I, I really liked your pessimism followed by your optimism that was a good combination <laughs> it's a little uh, yin and yang kind of thing cookie and, and frosting hey right? Hey man, I, hey, I got I got to ask you real quick. What's happening over there? Did my penis grow? <laughs> Is that possible? I'm 22. Bought some condoms in bulk a while back. No. Yeah. Oh, we're going to Costco, <laughs> baby. We're getting the Kirkland Signature fucking XL for shit. <laughs> Thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, they're not expired. Okay, they're good. Not. I remember when I first used them, they fit perfectly fine. And then I had a dry spell for a while. Then I pulled one from that batch a few months ago and I had some difficulty putting it on. Chalked it up to not having applied a condom in a while. No big deal. About a month ago, I went to apply one from the same batch. Again, difficulty putting it on. But this time I chalked it up to not being entirely erect. Condom broke, and I don't mean like small terror punction puncture it was like obliterated looked like i was wearing a white cock ring now valentine's day i'm gonna put one on from the same aforementioned batch and it just won't roll down past below my tip so what gives i figure my dick stopped growing a while ago do condoms somehow shrink over time this was posted by d nineals nine and you ever, like, fill a condom up with water to make a gross, slippery, giant water balloon? Yeah, it's fun. You could <laughs> about put your entire fucking arm in one of those things. Even the regular size ones stretch, like, a crazy amount. It's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. And so I would have trouble, unless you have just a, the absolute limit of how much the... Like, you just have a huge hog, but not quite crossing the threshold to how much could fit in the condom and then it grew a tiny bit and then popped that's the only way, <laughs> way you had regular you know uh regular economy size penis and it, it would have to like triple in size to get to a yeah. point where it, it obliterated the concrete <laughs> these things have to have fucking degraded somehow or something yeah temperature would do it i'm thinking uh the other thing i'm considering is that since it's uh the winter time now when it's cold perhaps Ooh. the rubber has contracted that's that's a big thought there uh i'd be really curious where they're storing them in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> It's just, really in a temperature play. Would the lube freeze? Would it be like a yeah, slippery puck? <laughs> frozen lube still slippery? I could see throughout, like, that could be fun for, like, a ring toss of some kind. Frozen Shoo! condoms. <laughs> ping, ping. <laughs> it's got... <laughs> yeah, it does, it does, like, the coin sound. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> hey man, how's your tails? 
Oh, I, th- I think you're onto something with that. And, and with the fucking, I think this polar vortex claimed another fucking casualty, and it was your fucking mega box of fucking rubbers, buddy. <laughs> fucking uh, ultra value pack of Jimmy hats. You made an investment. When you make an investment like that, you need to keep it in a place that it's gonna, you know, it's gonna make it. You got to have those humidity packs in the box. Yeah, you got to keep your fucking rubbers in a humidor. <laughs> it's, it's so true. <laughs> they dry out. They they lose, you know, their full bodied feel. It's got to be something like that. Uh, simply must. Um, though I do like entertaining the thought. That the guy's cock is as wide as a skateboard, and then it <laughs> it grows like an eighth of an inch, and that's too much. Just like uh, he's he's got the he's got the notches on on the wall, or maybe around a toilet bowl or something, <laughs> checking the dates yeah. off to see how much he's grown. <laughs> I like that too. I'm gonna hope that's what it is, but if that's the case, you probably got some kind of penis cancer. It's yeah. growing that quickly. That's crazy. Yeah, some manner of, of penile catastrophe yeah. has befallen you. Uh, so don't keep your, your condoms in the garage or wherever the fuck. No, no. storage uh, shed. Because uh, expiration don't matter. The temperature can definitely fuck them up. Yeah, storage unit. Uh, <laughs> I had I had a thing. I I have ruined so many condoms by keeping them in my glove box on accident. Like, I'm on my, like, yeah, yeah, because, and the thing is, I haven't, like, tried them out, because once they've been exposed to temperatures outside of the realm, like, you shouldn't use them, because they're not going to fucking work. Yeah. Uh, But, like, like I went to to the Planned Parenthood and got my shit tested a little while back, Uh, not for fear of anything, just for, like, getting the oil checked, right? Yeah. and they were like, hey, you want some condoms? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want some condoms. And I'm on, I'm on my way home, and I just toss them in the glove box, and then I get out of my car, and I go in the house, and then I go to work, <clears throat> and then I get home from work, and then I realize, ah, fuck, they've been in the hot glove box all day. Oh, no. Then you got baked condoms. Yeah. It's like Not a it. baked Alaska, but it's a... <laughs> but it's a dessert of just disgusting lube-covered rubbers. Mm-hmm. Not great. Uh, so you're probably lying, or you got some frosty. You got some frosty cons. <laughs> you hate to waste stuff like that, but it's true. If it fucking like crosses that threshold, it is just kind of not worth the risk and potentially compromised. So just get yourself some new fucking cons. Just get some new rubber, baby. Plus, you can test this out. If the new condoms are fucking busted too, then maybe you do have a mutant penis. <laughs> Who knows. <laughs> Uh, see. Do we want to do? We want to do this last one. We want to do one more here. Yeah, the the friend. Yeah, best friend. I like that. Yeah. This takes us to the high school zone. (laughs) You're reading this one because I read about the condom. Thank you for uh, (laughs) waiting to see if you're going to start or not. This is the, Can't this fucking is the, keep track anything today. This is the fourth time we've done that. I haven't remembered once. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Uh, the, the little technical issues there, but don't worry. We fixed the technical issues in my brain, and now it's I can fucking, tell you. It's I, definitely because we're snowbound. Like That's, that's 100% what it is. I'm we're just having a bad, bad lazy. Jack Frost is nipping at my brain and it's causing problems. <laughs> my 18M girlfriend, 18F. Should have said F18, but maybe next time. Like... Got that. We got that ready. Won't stop talking about my best friend and I don't know what to do about it. So my girlfriend and I have been together for about six months, but we're friends before that which is how she met one of my best friends and became really close with him a couple months ago. (laughs) However, she has not stopped mentioning said friend since she became friends with him. We would be hanging out and she would bring up, quote unquote, why don't you invite friend A right now? Uh Something similar to that. It even goes so far as to when we were making out, when 
things are getting intimate, she would say something along the lines of me performing fellatio on said friend in front of her in a jokingly <laughs> manner, but still fucking gross. Jeez. Uh, I could keep everything so far to myself and pin it down to teenage nervousness and jealousy as this is my first serious relationship but I couldn't deal with her today when she compared me to my best friend and she said, quote, why can't you be cute like friend A? Damn. I didn't reply to her snap as I was trying to gather my emotions, try to understand why I didn't like that comment, even though she said it as a joke and even pointed out afterwards it was a joke. Ugh. But she continued to say, quote, you know who's making me really happy right now? Friend A. Man, fuck friend day. I, I still haven't replied to her yet. And I'm not sure if I want to confront her about it because she seems really happy talking to this friend. No, my boy doesn't have feelings for her, but I can't help feeling insecure about it. So I'm wondering if the best course of action would be to leave it and let it play out or to confront her about it. I don't want to be one of the men who restricts who she talks to as I don't want her to feel as if I'm controlling her. But I know this is a real teenage and immature problem compared to the rest of the posts on this, uh, but I don't really want to trouble my friends over this tiny problem, especially best friend. TLDR, girlfriend brings up my best friend and compares me to him a lot. Not sure whether I should confront her about it. As posted by Baldy Locks. This is not a tiny problem. No. This is a pretty big fucking problem. This sucks real bad. Uh, uh, she clearly, like, I, let's just state the obvious. She wants friend A bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, this is fully, like, I feel like this happens a lot in high school where, like, two people are dating, and then the one person doesn't actually want to be dating the person they're dating. They want to be dating somebody else, but they're just dating this person to be dating. Right. Uh, and because the pool is so small, you feel like you're going to have a hard time getting with somebody else. Uh, but that's not the case. I think it's important for you to stand up for yourself and be like, well, if you fucking like him so much, why don't you marry him? <laughs> if you break. like friend A so much, why don't you become Mrs. Friend A? <laughs> yeah, and fucking look her right in the eyes and be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I get the sense it might just be an air horn on this one. Because the other yeah. thing with first relationships in this shit is like a lot of times you don't fucking know when, when you should break up. Or yeah. you don't know when the relationship has gotten to a point that like you, you got to leave or even how to fucking do that sometimes. Or even if you can do that sometimes, yeah. right? Like sometimes it's full on like you just feel stuck. Yeah. You feel like you can't leave because there's all these things that would happen. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, that, that just gets kind of blown out of proportion. I remember with like high school girlfriend like being like, wow, we scream at each other every time we hang out. Should we break up? And no, exactly. In retrospect, it's, <laughs> so it's obviously. But sometimes you stick with that for like years before you yep. know what, what happened or what the fuck was going on. Uh, I, I get that the impression that's what's going on here. Uh, she's got these feelings. She's into this other fella, but this is a pretty messy situation for anybody let alone like a bunch of people who are new to this shit and, and babies uh and so she's probably not gonna handle it well she's not gonna sit you down and be like hey i think you know i think my friend my feel still like you my feelings have been kind of drifting i don't know if we should you know continue it she's just kind of like <laughs> dropping these weird hints and shit you know why can't it, you be cute like if i okay say i'm dating somebody and they're like why can't you be cute like donovan i'd be like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> no thanks it's just such a mean shit yeah. say to anybody hey wouldn't it be cool if you fucking blew donovan like in front of me it's yeah. like that's a fucking weird thing to say that's right. a pretty fucking weird thing to say it's a it's a wild thing to just drop uh with somebody you're ostensibly uh, dating and exclusive with like yeah. Um so I, I don't like that. I, I think this is one where you should just tuck and roll. And yeah. the good thing again also about dating at this age is like for the most part, this shit's not gonna last. It's just kind of about getting experience and figuring out what you like and what you don't like. And some well, something like this sucks, you know, yeah. there is a lot to be learned out of it. In regards to communication and 
what you what you're willing to like tolerate in a relationship yeah uh you break up with somebody in high school and like maybe you have to like cut contact with some friends like maybe you're gonna lose some people out of your life and you know you're not gonna have somebody you're dating and you know it's like maybe you've had sex and you're not gonna have sex with that person anymore that's what you lose uh sometimes you're dating later in life and then you have to move like <laughs> it's a whole different fucking ballpark so uh yeah just talk and roll what's the worst that could happen right uh, you're fine maybe maybe do uh, get it across like unless this is something you're really fucked up over and, and this partner has been i don't know very manipulative or not responsive to you like bringing up any kind of criticism or like feedback or anything but i think being very clear of like hey that was fucked up for you to like be comparing me to this person constantly and always talking about this friend that made me yeah. feel like insecure and like you didn't want to be with me uh, and so i'm i'm done with this because mm-hmm. uh, ultimately like you want that person to fucking understand too that you, you shouldn't do shit like this to people yeah uh hopefully that's the kind of thing that uh like, even if you didn't, hopefully it's the kind of thing that she would be like, oh, I wonder if that has something to do with it. Um, but like, I can imagine a scenario where, like, years later, they're like, was this about the whole, like, comparing them to their friend thing all the time? Is that why yeah. they broke up with me? I'd, I'd be careful, too, because the, the, just remembering this, the one of the things that throws me in here is how you're saying that she clarified one of these things was a joke and even pointed out oh, sure. I was joking. that's like such a fucking classic tactic for people to say like shitty hurtful things and try to wash their hands of any responsibility yeah. for it that's like fucking classic manipulator type stuff that's really not cool yeah mega not cool uh Talk i was trying about- to think i was trying to think of something really mean to say to you and then be like just joking but that's not a good bit. Don't even do yeah. that as a bit. Oh, don't be being <laughs> out of it. I hate that idea. Oh, like that. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I got a better oh. idea. Mm-hmm. What if we? What if we came to the end of the show so I can unload my bladder into this porcelain <laughs> over that a ways? I thought you were going to say the sink. Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Arthur, I don't sink piss in my own home unless I'm, <laughs> unless I'm really having a great day. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you got to mix it up a little bit for fun. Speaking of mixing it up for fun, uh, how you mix up your, your song selection and listen to the song Stephanie by the band The Hayfellows, because that's our outro music. And uh, if you haven't really listened to them, you should. You can find them on Instagram by looking up the Hayfellows and on uh, Spotify. Three different words there. Check out their music. It's pretty great. Uh, Patreon, rocking and rolling. RFTB, uh, patreon.com slash RFTB. Damn right. Uh, Three bucks a month, get some bonus episodes. We're talking about introducing some new tiers. Yeah. Some new stuff. I'll I'll probably say more about this on the Patreon and, and within like our patrons page or whatever basically there's like uh additional processing costs if your monthly is below 350 and we're at three we're thinking instead of doing two bonus episodes a month we're going to start doing four we'll just do mm-hmm. it after every episode we do try to bring the guests into those sometimes uh and and move it up to five for that but it's hard to swap people over so we're gonna have to fucking figure it out but anyways yeah. end result is a more bonus episodes, uh, more kind of consistent with that, with uh, with maybe guests being on both. Uh, but so keep an eye out for that. And help subscribe fucking now. We've got 13, 14 episodes on there. Had a cool Valentine's Day episode recently. We had an alcohol retrospective. That was it's, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. We've been we've been having fun with it. We've been mixing it up a little more recently, so check it out. Uh folks, I hope you're having a good uh polar vortex i hope that you're that you're spending plenty of time inside and that you're staying warm uh again our heart goes out to folks in houston hope power comes back uh quick and uh i fucking love you and thanks and bye
kind of put a question mark at that. 